SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. A quick update on the taxi strike in the city of Cape Town. We're in conversation next with uh, Cape Town Mayor Jordan Hill-Lewis. Mayor, good uh, evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. What's the situation like currently? Good evening, Aldrin. Nice to be with you. Uh, fortunately, I can report that uh, the N2 is back open again in both directions. Uh, all of those burning vehicles have been cleared and uh, traffic is flowing again quite nicely. So fortunately, that that disruption is over. But of course, it's been a very disruptive afternoon for many commuters. All of those burning vehicles, how many? I think there were five or six, including a, a provincial government ambulance that was torched while it was transporting a patient and, and with a couple of paramedics in it. Uh, so this, you know, we really condemn these these acts of lawlessness. There was also one golden arrow bus torched and a couple of private vehicles. I think a delivery truck, uh, and so on. So, so you know, really unacceptable instances of of violence. So, and the ambulance was it empty at the time, uh, apart from the driver? Uh, no, it, it was. It was. I'm told it was carrying a, a paramedic and a patient at the time, but they were unharmed. They were able to get out before the fire consumed the vehicle. Sure. And then with the buses, were there commuters on board? Yes, there were. Yeah, but but no, we've had no people being harmed. Everyone was able to get off uh, and out of those vehicles. It was mainly a case of them. We had to wait for fire department to come and put out the fire, and then. It, Towed truck to get them out of the road so that they could reopen the traffic. So the the, the the highway was closed for some time, but it's all open again. Yeah, and from your intelligence, Mayor, um, have you been able to ascertain who's behind these um, these attacks? Because Santaco is saying that they're not responsible; they're not operating. Well, you know, it's not the first rodeo with uh, with taxi violence. The taxi associations always are very quick to say. They have nothing to do with it because they know that they could be held legally uh, liable for any damage. And so they have to say that they're not behind it. But the fact of the matter is that every time there is a taxi strike called, immediately it leads to, uh, it leads to public violence uh, from taxi drivers and taxi operators. So, you know, we'll collect that evidence and that video evidence and so on. And if we can link it back to Santaco, of course, we will not hesitate to charge them for for the public violence, but at the moment, obviously, you 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 can only link it to individual drivers and individual operators who are who are responsible for these acts. So, what's your what's your plan now? Considering as well that there was a meeting that the minister of police had with these taxi operators, um, mm-hmm. and you need to enforce the law. Yes, I must say, Aldrin, I, I, I'm glad that you raised that. I'm really uncomfortable about that meeting. Firstly, the province and the city who are actually responsible for the regulation of minibus taxis were not invited to that meeting. The minister is responsible for policing and has, has got very little to do with the, with the management of public transport. Uh, he was at a meeting where there were some statements made, you know, quite inflammatory statements around the plans of, of uh, the, the taxi association, where there's a public strike being called. The minister knows full well from around the country that those public strikes are often coupled with violence. Uh, so I, I don't think it is appropriate for him to call that meeting, to be there, to be a part of it, uh, when it is now police officers, his own officers, who have to stand side by side with our law enforcement officers and uphold the law and, and, uh, and enforce the law and hold these people accountable. 
it's it's inappropriate and unacceptable that he was there. Don't you think that he was trying to find a solution as well? No, I don't think so, I'm afraid. If he was serious about finding a solution, he would have invited the people actually responsible for uh, regulating the taxi industry in Cape Town. So how are you going to cross that hurdle? Because on the other part, the taxi operators are accusing um, the city law enforcement um, officers of being arbitrary in how they are enforcing the laws. They say it's like something like not having your seatbelt on or uh, indicating before or rather indicating too late when you're changing lanes could lead to your um, taxi being impounded. Well, it's not arbitrary to enforce the law. The the, the the NLTA, the Act, is is very clear on what offences we're allowed to impound for, and we only impound for those offences. Uh, and and every you know every impoundment is accompanied by a notice. And uh, you know we we have all of that data, every single offence that we have impounded every vehicle for, and it's always in terms of the law. The fact that that we might be one of the only places that actually enforces the law is a different story. Uh, but but we're not going to allow zero enforcement like happens uh, elsewhere uh, in in other cities. Here we we are going to insist that taxi drivers obey the law, and it's very easy to not get impounded. Just just you know don't overload your vehicle. Make sure that it's roadworthy. Have a driver's license. If you have traffic fines, pay them. Uh, and and then you won't get impounded. It's very easy. Yeah. There are also videos doing the rounds of uh, taxi drivers being. Uh, what looks like being assaulted by law enforcement agencies are investigating those. Well, I spoke to our officers and our senior officers uh, about those, that that incident. That wasn't from today; it was actually from uh, two days ago. Yeah. And the officers faced live fire. They, they, we, you know, we've got evidence that they were actually facing live ammunition being fired at them by t- by taxi drivers. There were at least four bullet rounds found uh, in uh, afterwards, which have been taken into evidence. And they were pursuing suspects from that live fire who then locked themselves in a taxi uh, and wouldn't, wouldn't open the doors. So a senior officer gave an instruction to break the windows, and that's what happened, and those suspects were arrested. So I don't think that the, all of the, all of the uh, people who have spoken to who are eyewitnesses, including independent eyewitnesses like like journalists who have written about this incident this morning uh say that uh you know it was a live fire situation and the and the officers were well within their rights to uh to pursue those suspects in the way that they did thank you so much for your time that is jordan hill lewis who is the mayor of the city of cape town